And welcome to another show of Don't Get This Twisted. I am the professor. Really, I'm Rob, but you know what we do. Along, what? With, my co- along with my co-host, Tina. How you doing, Tina? I'm good, Rob. I don't have to be censored anymore. No more censoring. I've decided hey. that, look, this is who I am. And my really good friend we talked about not too long ago said that I need to start being Rob. So that's who I am. You've always been Rob to me. I know. <laughs> um, and just so you, you know, do the editing. A, <laughs> that's true. And, and, and on an on an off subject, we just got the okay from our producer that she's going to come on the show and we'll have a talk with us. Well, there it is. Yes, that's good. So we're going to talk about something that's kind of utterly funny, and people do every year since we're getting towards the end of the year is New Year's resolutions and okay. the lack thereof, or if you do them, if we know people who do them all that fun stuff because well someone across the country said you should do a show on new year's resolutions <laughs> um here we and are told, and, and it's funny i just told my friend that she should be our producer and, and she was like i'll do i'll do it from afar i'll help you with some shows if we need some topics so which is always good because sometimes me and you just well we do shit on the fly when it's a two-person show we do this shit on a and it's funny if people really only knew the shoestring budget we do this on, <laughs> uh, they'd have no idea. You know, when, when it's the producers right now are you and me, <laughs> the, the yeah. talent, the on-air talent, you and me, Yep. <laughs> when it comes to coming up with subjects, you and me, yep. And when it comes to editing, it's me. And that's only because I have the software Yeah, that's this whole show is literally two people. So <laughs> if I can get a little help from my friend across the country to help produce this, it would be super awesome. So, but new year's resolutions, let's get onto the subject. Uh, mostly because I think growing up, you know, eighties and nineties, and I know I still see it on the news now, but new year's resolutions were always the big thing. Like, what do you, what's your resolution for the new year? And I used to do them all the time. And Did you? yeah, whatever it was, um, mostly as a younger person, it was like, Hey, I'm going to do this better, or I'm going to try to be better at work, or I'm going to try to, you know, whatever, do your thing. Um, not until later did it become, maybe I should lose some weight. Cause that is, I think the biggest one for sure that I see. Right. I think everybody I know has had that resolution at least one time in their lives. I've seen that for sure. Yeah. I, I mean, and, and it was funny cause I was at the gym the other morning and I was kind of telling you off air, like we're sitting out in front and we're waiting for it to open. It's five o'clock in the morning. It's butt ass cold. And I said, and we were talking about Christmas coming and I was like, Oh, new year's is coming. And the guy goes, yeah, you know, pack the gym's going to be after this. And I was like, yeah, it's going to suck, man. And he goes, ah, don't worry about it. It'll only be packed for about a week and a half. And then all those people who join the gym will fucking quit. And I was like, I guess that's a good point. That's true. So I, I, that is I think true. It, it is, it's, it is true. And I'm sure that the gym memberships in, at the beginning of the year must skyrocket. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and then just level out or people keep it and don't go or just, you know, quit altogether. So, yeah. um, yeah, I, I think it's interesting. I mean, do you know if you have any friends or family that even try to stick to that thing anymore? I have a lot of friends say that starting the first, they're going to do this or they're going to do that. And I just encourage them as much as possible and know that they're going to be They'll do it for a bit, but you, you could tell they're, they're not into it, you know? So I just encourage them and hope maybe they could get into it. And if not, we'll have the same discussion next year. (laughs) I personally don't believe in new year's resolutions. When I was younger, I was always overweight. So of course the resolution was I have to be thin. I have to, I have to work out more. I have to eat less. I have to do whatever the hell it was. And what I realized is I was making myself insecure. You know, instead of instead of me saying I had to look a certain way, wouldn't it have been smarter had I thought to myself, maybe I should just work on being a better person, having more patience, um, being closer to loved ones. Um, and, you know, I did have those those sort of um, epiphanies at different times in my life, but I would have liked to have had those in place of worrying about the size of my pants. So I gave them up a long time ago and just started working on me. And I think that that's kind of the thing for me as a new year's resolution, like we were talking not too long ago, like to me, it's just make it through the day. Now my new year's resolution is make it through every day, the best I can and, and see what happens. Cause trying to put yourself on a, some kind of pedestal and be like, I need to do this because it's a new year. No, I think we just need to do this because it's life. It's time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so uh, what type of person do you think makes new year's resolutions? <laughs> That's such an open-ended question, but um, everybody. <laughs> yeah. I think that there, there is probably a, a model person who does that. Like obviously somebody that wants to be better or Someone wants, wants to, be to fix an issue they're having or right. that, that they're using that as the, the backbone of, of yeah, yeah. catalyst of trying to fix an issue they're having in their life. Like if I just do this, this will be better. And yes. I think that, that it's not a bad thing. I just think that it should be a, a daily thing instead of a, a new year's resolution thing. I get the, I get the reasoning behind it. Cause I think some people do need that push for whatever their, whatever their thing is. Um, I, I used to think that that was me. I used to think that I was the guy who needed that push. But like I said, I think my, my inner person at this age <laughs> is definitely just get through the day because the sunrise tomorrow is, is definitely something new. And I think if, if you look at life in that, that shitty days happen and they're going to happen and mm-hmm it's how you react to that shitty day. Uh, a new year's resolution isn't going to change four months from now when you have a shitty day at work. Right. <laughs> it, it, but it might be the catalyst of, of pushing yourself forward. Like 
my self-confidence isn't very good. So I'm going to dress differently or I'm going to go buy a nice shirt because I think where I'm at, I was just talking to my friend and I was like, look, I, I don't think I dress very well. <laughs> I wear shorts and a t-shirt way too much. Um, I wore a collared shirt the other night we were hanging out and she was like, Oh yeah, you look really good and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, yeah, I need help. Like, and, and, and this shirt I was wearing was, I thought it fit me. She's like, yeah, that shirt doesn't fit you. It's too big. Cause I've lost a lot of weight. <laughs> and I was like, really? I, I think it looks okay. And she's like, pull it in a little bit. And I was like, Oh, like this. She goes, yeah, that's how it's supposed to fit. <laughs> Yeah. And I was like, Bew. I was like, wait, I thought I looked pretty good. She goes, you do look great. I think you look very handsome. But that being said, we should probably get you a shirt that fits you. <laughs> and I was like, talk about just shrinking me down to size. No, but, she wasn't. She was working to, or she was showing you how you could be better. She wasn't, she wasn't busting your balls. No, I don't think she was, but I, I think she's, she was doing it in a very friendly way. Yeah. And, and I think it was more that she was, was trying to tell me that I'm smaller than I think I am. Yeah. And, yeah. And that, that I was I still, thinking that too. That I still think I'm, like I said, she got me an extra large shirt and it fits and it did look nice on me. And this person wouldn't, ever not tell me something. And she was like, you look very good in that shirt and handsome and a bunch of other things. And I was like, Oh, and, and she even said like, I put it on and I giggled and my smile was really big. And she was like, I'm telling you this because I want you to, to feel good about yourself, but to know that, yeah, like you need to, you need to wear the right damn shirt. in the right size exactly so i'm gonna do my best to like that kind of thing where when people tell me something maybe that'll be my resolution this year is when when people actually do tell you something generally they mean it (laughs) and 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 and, and, and no but you can get in your own head so much that you're like oh thanks you're just being nice and you just don't realize what it is. And, and it's not just like on my weight loss or anything else. It's in life. If someone tells you something 99% of the time, they probably mean it. And you, and you can't take things with a grain of salt. So maybe that is the resolution that some, you know, not a resolution, but just life. Cause I think a resolution you know, I is do like the that. same thing. I, I had this sort of thing that the other day where I, I thought about what was said and I was like, that's not how I took it. And because it was about me, I sort of dismissed it instead of just accepting the compliment. And Mm -hmm. yeah, I realized I do that a lot. I just realized that. I don't know why it just happened, but. And me too. I realized that. I mean, I do it a lot. And Mm -hmm. I think that that's just, whatever your self-confidence level is, you know, like I said, we both can talk and we're both pretty, um, I don't want to say flamboyant, but we're very open personalities. Like when you're mm-hmm. around us, we're, we're, not we're, the, we're ham it up. Yeah. We're not the life of the party, but we are definitely part of that. We're definitely stirring that pot. Yeah. And that's the problem <laughs> with both of us together. We, we like to get a big old spoon and just stir away, <laughs> but you know, your own self-confidence 
and I've seen it with other friends and other people, they, they do have this big personality, but when you really break them down, you find out that maybe they're not. And I think I, and I had, and I, that is kind of me, like I, my self-confidence is probably lower than more people think because I am this big personality sometimes. And, and I think that when I was a wrestler, you know, being in front of a bunch of people, I learned very quickly to put this big personality out there, even though I may have been wearing a mask. And I think a lot of people still do that in life. You know, I, I try not to wear a mask anymore, but even I have that issue with, and, and I don't even just mean appearance of self-confidence, self-confidence in talking to other human beings or telling people your feelings or whatever. Some of us still wear a mask. And I think that, you know, again, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, keep going. No, no. Um, I see you so different. I really <laughs> like that guy that ignored me for six weeks. I, that's why I kept trying. That's why I was persistent. Um, I don't think you give yourself enough credit. I don't, I really don't think that most people do, Yes, but, but even that quiet person was enough to get my attention. And you know how I am. I, I may be working this side of the room, but I know what the whole room is doing, you know? So I think you just cut yourself a little short. That's all. Yeah. I mean, again, I think a lot of us do. And, 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 you know, and again, I think that's the personality types we might be talking about with new year's resolutions is that people try to make these resolutions based on things that either they feel inside or, or can be very surface level. Mm -hmm. So, you know, and I, when I think it comes to people who make these things, obviously it's people that are trying to say something to the world. Yeah. Or to be better. I mean, I think that that's, that's we all want to be better. That's the other thing I think that most people don't like to. Nobody wants things to be worse. You know what I mean? Like no, everybody's no. out there. Like, let's try to make it better. Their focus may be different than other people's, but mm-hmm. I think that everybody wants something because they feel like it's going to make their life better. Correct. And, and I think that obviously with the, the media and new year's resolutions, like I'm sure this week when I'm in front of the TV at the gym, (laughs) there's going to be some story on new year's resolutions because it's, it is the driving force of, of what we think the new year should be. And with the last couple of years we've had, (laughs) a, a, a new year's resolution for a new year is you know people want to put these last two years behind us and unfortunately the way that the state that we live in it's doesn't seem to be going anywhere it's like it's the same same stranglehold on on what we think life is Mm -hmm. and and it's and it's sucky because you know as soon as you think you have an open door to something and i don't want to use politics or COVID is this, you know, driving thing, but it, it, unfortunately here it is with now us being locked down again until the 15th of January. Is that what it is? Cause I don't watch TV. So I didn't. Yeah. 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 The only reason I know is that I watch the, the news at the gym in the morning. Okay. But yeah. So it was uh, December 15th to January 15th. That's the first thing. And then I said, well, after that, we'll see what happens. But 
the new year should be a new year. To me, the new year is how can I make it better than the last? Mm-hmm. And, and as we get older, <laughs> and mostly if you, I, I saw a great meme the other day, you want to know about life. It says, talk to a five-year-old and an 84-year-old. Oh, because, wow. Because they'll tell you everything about life. Mm-hmm. Because it is this very far ranging thing of, of a five-year-old has the greatest outlook on life in the world. It's, it's playtime and friends and, and then 84 everything's year, new. Yeah. Everything's great and new and the sun comes yeah. up and I play all day and my friends do this and we do this. And then you talk to the 84 year old and life is still good, but it's about memories and how great things were and the friends I have left. Mm-hmm. And I think we're in the middle of that, <laughs> you know, um, and what you find important is the the last years of our life. And I still have the feelings of that five-year-old, but I do have the feelings of the 84-year-old. I do see memories that are gone and friends that unfortunately aren't here anymore. But I do have that same outlook of like the friends that are here are great. And I just want to do things. And so I, I'm trying to, to mix myself together for this next new year. You know, you talk about people that have left or people that are gone. I've noticed in my life that people come and they go in and out. Like nobody, nobody stays consistent. Like, you know, nobody's been there from birth to however old I am now, except for my brother, but that was two years later. But anyway, so what I realized is that nothing is over with our relationships until death happens. Death is the only thing that makes everything stop. But then the growth that you get from the things that you remember about that person keeps it going too. So I think that I just now, instead of saying I'll never have anything to do with them again, because never is, is just a vague idea anyway. I just say, well, things aren't here right now, but now I have space for more or for something different or for something that matches where I'm at in my life better. And I think that we need to start looking at it that way. Because having space for something new that will benefit us where we're at right now is life evolving. Yeah, no, I agree. I think, yeah, that's exactly true. Cause the, the past or the people who've been in our lives who might not be here anymore for whatever reason, either mm-hmm. a friend who's just not who we falling out with or death where it, it is permanent and memories. Like I still, I have, I'm lucky. I've only lost a few close people to me. Both my parents are still here, but friends like there's, I was just talking to my friend who was out here for Christmas and she was very close to a friend of ours who was my tag team partner. When I did wrestling, mm-hmm. she used to braid his hair just like mine. And they had conversations away from me that I didn't know about. 
Mm -hmm. Um, And my friend was very tormented and he had issues. Um, He ended up dying of a drug overdose. And to hear her talk about him and me reflect on that are things that are, you know, that, that will mold us forever. It's like your mother. There's things that in your head that you, your mom will talk to you forever, whether it's in memories or, or a situation that you're in. And the first thing you think of is my mom would have said this. And I say that quite often. You have no idea. Or if I'm walking past a mirror, I see her face. I never in my life looked like my mom. Mm -hmm. And now all of a sudden I'm like, Ooh, my mom just came out of me. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And I, and like I said, the the holiday thing with my friend, we we talked a lot about a lot of things of our past and that was one of them. And I was like, she said something about my friend and I was like, I didn't know that. And I didn't know that she knew because, and then I said something and she was like, Oh yeah. Like I didn't know that, but it makes sense now. And, and we, we kind of put this two and two and three and four together and kind of realized that, we didn't do enough to help him. And it it was, you got to let yourself off the hook though, because hindsight is 2020. And not only that, but when a person is on a destructive path like that, you can't stop that. You, you were there to be his friend. You were there to, to, he he could have reached out like it's correct uh, in and, my and life i've heard that so many times and i i just think no if you're if you're a good friend you're doing your part what another person does and if they don't reach out you you're not a mind reader you can't well, for sure and, and and i don't think that that either of us had any guilt good uh, it wasn't about guilt it was more about realizing that we both knew things that maybe we never talked about, even though we lived in the same house at the mm-hmm. time that, that you look back and say, Oh, we probably could have done more to help. Uh, no, I don't live with guilt on, on a lot of those type of things. He, he was his own man. Um, so there was things in that, 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 but I think that there was, I think we more just saw the red flags. Yeah. And we didn't realize they were red flags until he passed away. I think that was the bigger thing, but you know, those are the things like that, you know, we, we talk about like in this new year, like I'm, I'm also looking, speaking of red flags, I I'm trying to look at red flags as being what they are this next year. And I'm also trying to look at green flags of what they are that if you see a green flag, maybe you should take it. (laughs) And if you see a red flag, step back for a instant and go, maybe this is a bigger red flag than I thought. Maybe I'm being spared by just stopping. (laughs) Correct. I think that that yes. And, and that goes for our friends. You know, there's, there's people in this next new year who are probably in relationships that they shouldn't be in and they're Mm. afraid to get out of them. And they're still close to other people that they just won't give out, you know, won't give up on where the person has been there all along. 
And so what's your advice to that? You only live once. If you're in a relationship that you're not happy in, you're never going to be happy in. If you've been working on this relationship for five, 10, 15 years, and you're still every day questioning it, you already know the answer. Yeah. That you're, you're in something that's never going to be fixed and you're only in it because you don't want to lose a house and you don't want to lose this and you don't want this and you don't want it to affect your kids. You're insane. It, it's, it's absolutely insane to stay in something that you're not happy in and you're still talking with people that are so close to you that you should be with them. It's, it's not the right thing to do. You're, you're never not going to hurt somebody, right? Yeah. Some, someone's going to get hurt. Generally it's three people. <laughs> and, and that's the bad part. It's the person who's un, in an unhealthy relationship it's the person they're in the relationship with. And it's the person who is probably they should be in the relationship with if there's that kind of relationship going on. And I've seen that very firsthand with a few of my friends that you're, you're, you're just prolonging what's going to happen at the end of the day, you know, the person you want to be with because you talk to them all the time or, or, you know, the person you want to be with because you knew 10 years ago, and you ignored it because you were afraid to hurt that person or to lose a friendship. It's the same stuff. It's you, you have to jump sometimes with both feet in the water, twinkling your toes in the water just makes you cold. <laughs> I mean, you, you, can, you can just, you put a foot in and you're like, Oh shit. And you're like, I'm not going in there. Mm -hmm. If you jump in, it's there's, over. No, you're there's in. no, yeah, you're already in. There's no going back. And sometimes not going back is what you need to do. <laughs> and that goes back to the new year's resolution. Don't go backwards. You have a new year coming. <laughs> you, you have, it's a new year. Change it. If, if you're willing to go bananas and just change things, I, I I'm, I've decided I'm not living scared ever again. Yeah, I, I get that. I totally get that. Because living scared gets us nothing. Yeah. It, get, it gets us loneliness. Stagnant. It stagnant. It, it takes great people out of your life. It's, it's crazy. It lets opportunities slip so, away. For sure. And, mm -hmm. and just because you're scared. Yeah. Be scared. Being scared sometimes is a good thing. We all watch horror movies for a reason. I don't. Well, a lot of people do. A lot of people watch. But in, in my defense, I'm the one that will jump and say, you know, when, when I was married, we probably should have left each other a long time before because things weren't right and we weren't happy. And, and I know what it's like to sit there and not be happy and, and to have obligations to have, you know, to be thinking of my, my, you know, my child or thinking about what he was going to do without me or, or was everything going to be okay? Where was I going to be? And, and all of those fears kept me really 
scared and kind of trapped. Um, I, I understand sticking it out. I do to try to do the right thing or to please somebody else or, you know, you, you have to prove that you could do it because you want to be loved. I get all of it, but man, I was so lonely at times and there was no reason for that. So at least now if I'm lonely, there's a reason there's nobody in that space and that's okay. And I could breathe. Like you don't understand. I was so at a point where I couldn't even breathe. And now I'm just like, okay, it's, it's still the same way, still feeling lonely, but I could breathe. Yes. It's a, it's a different kind of, it's a different kind of scared. It, and, and I get it. And, mm-hmm. and again, but trying to wheel this back to, you know, a new year and a, and a new year's resolution or however you want to put this, you know, it's like, I can go to you right now and say, what are you going to do for the new year, Gina? Are you going to do something different? Whether it's a resolution or not, you've already kind of said it. You're, you're, you're not afraid to jump in anymore and you're breathing. And, right. and I think that most people should look at new year's resolutions as just that. Look at the next year as something of a building block. What are you trying to build? If you're, if you're trying to get out of something, get out of it. If you're trying to get into something, get into it. Like, <laughs> You, you you can't run anymore. You can't be scared of something that's right in front of your face. And you know that it's something that has to be looked at. Yeah. No, you're and, right. Because we all do it. You know, the more that I've thought about it, the more that I have decided that I am going to get the trike, the Harley trike, mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. three wheeler. Nice. That's, you know, I've never really done anything like that. And I just feel like I need something for just me, like something that makes me happy because I'm really searching for things that are making me happy. And the thought of being able to get on this strike with even my niece, you know, like braiding up our hair, putting our helmets on, getting on that stupid bike and going and getting uh, fresh fruits from the from the side, you know, the people on the side of the road, the little farmers that are selling stuff outside of town, the thought of doing that, just the thought makes me happy. So I know that that people have told me that's stupid or it's frivolous or you don't need that or it's not um, safe. I've heard it all, but I really, my brother told me that was the worst idea he's ever heard out of me. And I was like, really? That's the worst? I don't yeah. think this one's that bad in right. comparison. But I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I need I need a midlife crisis machine. I need a big thank you to the end of my old life and beginning of my new one. Mm-hmm. And and see, there you go. There's your resolution. It wasn't really a resolution. It's a way of life right now. Like I'm just no, but, focusing but, on that. But you're looking at that as part of the new year. Yes. So sure. again, not a resolution per se in the way we're talking about them, 
because like I said, I'm trying to look at a resolution as a different thing. Yeah. Um, most people look at it as this short-term goal. Yeah. I, I think you should look as at a, at a new year or a new year's resolution as a long-term goal. Look at it. It's not just next year. It's the year after and the year after let's, let's stack on top of that resolution or promise to yourself or whatever it is. And it, and it shouldn't be this, you know, short-minded thing. I want, I want my next year to be something that could be very much long-term. Right. Like I'm going to change for me because I want to change for the future. And I want this to be better and that to be better and this to be better. And if those get better, then this can happen or whatever, like just this multiplying thing, because it's, mm-hmm. it, it's, um, it's not easy. The new and, and new years aren't easy for some people as well because of whatever else is going on in their life. You know, I, I had a, I have a hard time with Christmas, new year's. I'm like, Oh, I'm good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, yes. I mean, you have a good reason for Christmas not to be the greatest thing, you know? So uh, it, uh, I can't go down that route, at least for me. Yeah. Um, the holidays are always weird anyway. I yeah. think as you're not that you're lonely being lonely in the holidays is never a good thing. Yeah. It's just not for anyone involved. And I think that's because of the stigma of the holidays. It's the stigma of, of being somewhere on new year's Eve. Are you going to be somewhere on new year's Eve? Are you going to be doing this on new year's Eve? Are you going to be with someone special on new year's Eve? It's like, it, it's overwhelming. It's stress. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Which we talked about before, you know, about of holiday stress that it's, it's already hard. And then you put emotional or relationships on top of that already stress of buying gifts for everybody and doing this thing Mm -hmm. and having to be somewhere because, you know, Hollywood makes new year's Eve kisses seem like the end all, you know, are you going to be somewhere on new year's Eve and, and get a kiss at the, you know, beginning of the new year? It's like, well, yeah, I mean, it'd be great, but it, it shouldn't be the only goal. You know, sometimes your goal should be sex talk- should be. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> I'm kidding. Yeah, I, I'm I, not. I, 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 I get, I, I get, but I'm really not kidding. And, but yes, that, there's that should be a, a goal as well. But or your goal should be talking on the phone with the person that means the most to you on there New Year's Eve. So it should be should be a lot of different things, but I think that your resolution should be life change your life. Um, not just a change it or just tweak it, tweak it, tweak it, change it. Changes or tweaks or tweaks or changes. Anything's a change. If I wake up tomorrow and go, "Eh, I'm going to put my left shoe on this year first before I put my right. It's a tweak. Cause I'll tell you, I'm superstitious. I always put my right shoe on first. Why? I don't know. I did it when I played hockey. I put my right skate on first. I started winning a lot and I was like, well, so I do it with my shoe as well. I always it, just put on the shoe I find first. Mine are generally together. So I, oh. I'm weird like that. <laughs> and again, it's not even a superstition. I don't nothing. I get nothing from it. I don't think like if I put on my left first, I'm going to die in a car accident. I just do it. It's like, so yes, you could tweak something very slightly or you can tweak something very largely. I'm very upset. Now you just gave me an issue. Now I got to pay attention to what I do more than I already do. Thanks for that. Thanks. <laughs> Sorry. 
I, I just, my shoes are generally together. <laughs> yeah, well, they are because I take them off together. Okay. Yeah, I'm really weird about that kind of shit too, like putting my shoes in a certain place. Like, it's yeah. I kick mine under the bed, so you gotta go fishing sometimes. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm not giving you a hard time. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm like, wait a it. second. Hmm. I know what's going on here. Hmm. But, but there are weird little tweaks like that. And I think that those are the resolutions that people should really look at. Yes. If you have a goal to lose weight, go for it. Absolutely. Be healthy. Be healthy. Maybe and, we and, need to change the verbiage of all this stuff. And, and diet just makes people like cringe. <laughs> I've noticed. Maybe we just have to say, we just need to eat more vegetables. It should be that simple. Like, not make it this big, huge deal. Do it in baby steps. Like make it to where you could be successful at it. Yeah, no, I agree. That's, I think that's the bigger thing. It, these goals don't have to be massive. Yeah, they shouldn't be massive because yeah. let's face it. If we could do what we want to resolve to do, we would have already done it. Yes. You know, so if it's a work in progress, that's take smaller steps. That's what I say. Yeah. I mean, your goal should be attainable, mm -hmm. right? You don't want to, your goal shouldn't be something so big that, that you can't get it. It should be an attainable goal. Like I'm going to eat better or I'm going to try this or like fasting. Like I tried fasting and I, it works for me. Like it really works for me or at least it has so far, you know, like I said, 10 weeks, 40 pounds, it's working. I don't eat from seven at night to noon the next day. Okay. It's just something I tried. So, but it was a small, it was something small. I was like, well, let me try this because I don't want to murder people if I'm hungry <laughs> because I will, you know, I used to get hangry, hangry, hangry. Now I, it doesn't even blink. I don't even, I don't, I don't even get hungry. Like I don't, ha I don't even get a, or nothing in the stomach. I'm just like, okay, do my thing. At noon comes, make my lunch. Do, 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 do all good. Like today, uh, it's, you know, I still have an eight and I'm doing okay. Um, nice. but those are the things like small tweaks are great. Have a goal, have a mission. That should be your resolution. My resolution is to be happier this year whatever that means. You know, since I left my ex, that's been a constant goal just to not be a big crybaby every day and cry the whole day and feel sorry for myself. And, and I am one that uses that term fake it till you make it a lot because that's what I do a lot. But you know what I've noticed that I'm handling things way better than I probably ever have in my life. Not that it's perfect, not that I don't want to do it kicking and screaming, but it, at our age, it's like, it's just okay to feel that and not have to react too. So I found that I'm probably faking it more than I'm making it, but still trying to be happier and not let myself crumble. 
So I think I'm, I'm actively working on that one. Yeah. And, and, and again, I think that that's a great goal for you to have. Yeah. I mean, I've, yeah, I fake it till I make it quite, I have, I, I, I'm going to do my best this year to not wear a mask in front of anyone. Except for when we go into a restaurant or. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Uh, The, the metaphorical mask. I want, I want, I'm not going, I'm going to be, try to be the most truthful person I can this year. Just whatever's going through my head, I'm going to say, and whatever feelings I have, I'm going to say, I, too many people wear masks. And I, I used to tell people if mostly with political nonsense, if you really knew what your friends thought, they wouldn't be your friends. No, that's true. And it's true because most people won't overlook something. Um, I have friends that we're vastly different on the political scale. And for me, I don't care. Like that's your own life. You know, as long as you're not taking away my rights, we're all good. Um, My good friend who just visited, we have very different, uh, uh, outlooks on some things, but we don't let it affect our relationship. And yeah. I think that that's good. And my, and again, being happy, I want to be happy, whatever that is. You know, I, in the last couple of weeks, I've had three different people say that they've listened to the podcast and that they really like me being me, that even as friends, I guess I, I'm not, I'm not as open at times about some things, I guess, probably about me. I'm open about everything as long as it's about somebody else. Like I just, I'm okay to let everybody talk. And I've heard three different times very recently that I need to be more myself all of the time. And so I, I really do struggle with being me all the time because I censor the heck out of myself. So I, I need to be more me in public, like not in public, but just be more outwardly me and not try to hold back so much. Cause I believe that just me being me and talking to people and explaining my experiences and just not having an agenda when I talk to them, it's, it's making a difference. It's changing. It's changing me, but I also think Things. I also think it's changing. <laughs> it's changing the people that I'm around in in a positive way. And maybe we could all climb up this mountain together and not be so freaking miserable. So I'm going to try uh, to be more me, open to being more me, less censored. Perfect. There's and, there's one for you. And and that's a. I think a great goal for this year. I I think I will do the same. Like I said, mine's the mask and censoring myself sometimes is, is what I do. And I'm going to do my best. I don't want to hurt people's feelings, No. but I'm, but I'm definitely going to be very much more open with people, you know, on, and I think in general with people, we we were talking earlier, sometimes you have to shut a door on a person Mm -hmm. and it's not, for the welfare of anyone but yourself. And then sometimes you have to open the door wide open and you got to let people in. Those are the things that I think will make you happy and 
not make you wear a mask as often. I don't want to wear a mask. I want people to know exactly how I feel about them, whether it's good or bad. And I don't mean to hurt you, but this is the way it is. Goes back to what we were talking about earlier. People need to be happy in their life. There's people who are stuck in situations that they don't want to be in. They need to open themselves up to seeing a much brighter future with somebody else or something else or in another state or someone, whatever it is. That should be your goal for the, for the new year. Be a better person, feel better about yourself and try to be happy. And if, and if not censoring yourself is going to do that, Tina, that's what you need to do. And, yeah. and whatever I need to do, I'm going to do it. And I'm going to work hard going forward for this year, next year, and the year after. And part of that is making this podcast, you know, uh, a much more enjoyable thing to listen to with whatever we're going to do. And if we're, we're affecting other people, whether we like it or not. And Mm -hmm. I didn't know that until I listened to somebody else where they said that it, it affects people and how they see you. My friend came to me and we're going to do a show soon. um, Hopefully really soon um, with someone who wants to come on and talk about some issues they're having. And the first thing she said to me is that she thinks that you can change or help her, the person that's going to come on. And I thought, you know, you're making a difference as well in some, in people's lives by just them listening to us talk back and forth to each other. And maybe just saying that the next year is going to be better and be happy and be something that maybe it'll affect them. And I, I think that that's a, a good thing. Thank you. I hope that it does affect everybody. You know, I wanted to look, I'm not here to blow smoke up anybody's ass. I'm not here to make anybody miserable. I'm going through my own stuff and I'm trying to find a way through it as easy as I can. And if what I'm going through helps somebody else, I'm the first one to say, listen to what I'm saying. This is how I did it. Cause life is, life is a lot already it's stressful already everybody feels alone everybody feels abandoned everybody's feeling depressed everybody's feeling uncertainty that's just what everybody's going through right now and if I could come up with a way to say it that makes it not so hard to deal with then I want to try to do that because I need to hear it you know let's forget everybody else I'm trying to work on me I need to hear it and I think exactly. that I think that, uh, no, we're kind of all in this together and we're all going to get through it together. That's it. So, uh, we're about out of time. I think that, um, this has been a good show about resolutions and they're the lack thereof, or if that's what you're going to do, do it, jump in feet first, me and my lovable co-host over here, we are going to jump in as best as we can, mostly with the new year with this, our, our lovable podcast as well. Let's give them the dirt, Miss Tina. All right. Well, we still would like more listeners. So if you have a friend that you think would like to listen to us, please share, um, you know, be become a, um, what is the word I'm looking for? Subscriber. Subscriber. And, you know, you'll get your little um, notifications that we're releasing episodes and, and stuff like that. You could follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and I believe Twitter. 
Um, we have listeners in India, Colombia, Australia, the US, the UK, Italy, Russia, and Romania. And I got to just tell you, that blows my mind, these places that people are listening to us. And I would like to say thank you to everybody that is uh, listening. And we've now got to the point where we have listeners in over half of the states. We now have listeners in 26 states. So thank you all for uh, listening. And please continue to share our episodes with friends and I'd like to see that's my goal of 50 the 50 states let's see if we could get listeners in all 50 I'm kind of excited about that we also got 163 downloads in the last two weeks which really pushed up our numbers so thank you for listening um you don't know what that means and and please continue if you have any topics you want to talk about or if you want to reach out and say hi or you really liked or disliked an episode, please feel free to get in touch with us on social media and we will make sure to get back to you. That is correct. And this is an opinion show. So don't get it twisted. We're all trying to have some fun and hopefully affecting your life like you're affecting ours. Um, until next time. I am Rob Hey, and that, and that is Tina <laughs> and we will be talking to you very shortly. I'll see you in a little bit, Tina. Bye. See ya.